Welcome back to Authentically Us, the podcast where we talk about what it means to be authentic in everything that you do. Hey, I'm Conroy, and we got Tony here. Tony, say what's up to the people, man. Yo, what is going on? Y'all ready to be authentic? Let's get it. Hey, um, shout out to MSW Media. Thank you for you guys. We're on our platform. You guys can check us out there. Also, any streaming platform, we're on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. You can find us everywhere, but we want you to share us now. Share us. Let people know about us. Rate us. Rate us. Yeah, because we got some good stuff, guys. And we know know some of y'all are listening. We don't miss, so. We don't miss. And we're not missing today. We got another... Another hometown hero on the podcast today. We got Chew Jackson. Um, he's a rapper, y'all. He's a creative. Let's jump straight into this interview. Stay to the end because we got some good things as well. Let's get it. Let's go. Guys, we got a special guest today. Another hometown hero. Guys, we got Chew Jackson on the podcast today. He is a rapper. He is creative, and honestly, he's just forever cool. True, what's up, man? What's up, man? How you doing, bro? Good, good. So glad to have you on the podcast today. Oh, yeah. Hey, you called me a hometown hero, man. That's crazy. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we had a couple couple of hometown heroes hop on Um, because Tony and I talk a lot about us being from Chambersburg and a small right. town. Now, you're technically not from there but you spent a lot of your life there and we like to have um our hometown heroes just talk a little bit about their what they how would you describe chambersburg pennsylvania um that's a that's kind of a loaded question i'll describe it like uh it's like a real peaceful area like if you are like you know trying it's a good place to like raise a family, like start a family and like just keep it calm, real, real smooth. If you're not like trying to have like the crazy city speed life going, this is the you know perfect place to just come and just settle down and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can see that. It's definitely yeah. this is definitely slow, very yeah, slow. slow, very much yeah, so. Slow. <laughs> which, which I, I feel like it's good if you like trying to focus on something, it ain't gonna mm. like. Like every time I made an album or a project, I always come back here to like make it and finish it. Oh wow! No, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I can see that because yeah. it, it's it's like not a lot of distractions. You can. It's not a lot of distractions, focus. so it's just it's just me and it. It can get a little bit like in your own head about it, like because you got so much time on your hands. But it it really is like a a open life, you know. I see it as like a canvas, an open canvas. It like helps me clear it. And I'm like, all right, this is what I need to do. I need to do this, 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 this. And then, but I do, I do get bored because, you know, I be a party and well, I came from a party atmosphere. So it like, it's like a, you know, it's a yin and a yang effect sometimes. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, before we kind of jump into to some of the meat of our, of our, podcast i didn't want to kind of pull back and time kind of talk about um your childhood and kind of your transition to to chambersburg could you could you share a little bit about like like that uh yeah i mean you know i was i was in florida to about 10th grade so that i'll be like you know 16 or 17 when i moved to pa but before that you know i was just in vero beach florida you know just living uh trying to figure figure myself out really I, all that time I was just like trying to like see who I wanted to be and like what was possible for me and like figuring out my talents kind of and like you know uh, skateboarding and stuff like that I was real heavy into skateboarding and stuff and then around maybe a year before I moved to Chambersburg I started you know getting into football and stuff like that so ninth grade I played football and then around ninth grade summer, my mom decided to, you know, we need to start start fresh somewhere else. So come to Chambersburg. I had already been to Chambersburg before, maybe when I, I don't know what grade exactly, but I was younger, younger. 
And then, so I visited for like a year. And then, um, yeah, I, I made the full transition to Chambersburg around like 10th grade. And um, it was it was hard at first. I was going through, uh, you know, I missed home a lot. I just had to like figure out my, you know, my friends or which group I could, you know, it was kind of, you know, a, a, a change. But uh, you know, I, I figured it out, man, and it and it and it worked out for the best, I think. Mm. Yeah. So so when you transitioned in tenth grade, when did uh fresh money begin? That was eleventh grade, uh, cause I met um, I met Swain around eleventh grade, uh. Or maybe tenth grade, like summer, but eleventh grade we really like clicked. And then um Lloyd, he came from Maryland, so he came from Maryland around eleventh grade. So really like eleventh middle of eleventh grade year, like all kind of came together with fresh money. That's how that kind of came together. Then we just started, you know, making tapes out of uh Lloyd's house and just, you know, pushing it in school. I can't believe the teachers was listening to it. To this day, I still be like, that's crazy. <laughs> What's oh. wild is I, like, specifically kind of, like, remember that, like, timeline. Because right. I remember uh, we you came in, you came in, you started playing football with us in your junior year, right? Or yeah, because I tried, I tried to play 10th grade. I don't yeah. think you, you, you was a grade younger than me. So you would have yeah. been at uh, Faust, right? Yep, yep. Uh, so when I moved up in 10th grade, I tried to play, but our living situation wasn't all the way like together, you know? So mm. I, I was just trying to like, you know, I, I didn't feel right trying to make my mom at a time, you know, cause you gotta, it's a lot of kind of steps to play football. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, I just wanted to make sure I was fully good with like, you know, we got a place to stay. We cool. My mom ain't really going crazy, struggling or nothing. And mm-hmm. then I'll play. Then that, that kind of happened in 11th grade. We kind of got set. We got a crib. We got, you know, all that was figured out. And then, yep, 11th grade. 11th grade. I remember vividly in, in the showers. That's when it, that's when all the beats and freestyles will happen. And yeah. for y'all who don't know, we lost every game. We won one game. We won one game. <laughs> but you couldn't tell in the locker room because – it was the same energy every freestyle practice after every game we were in there. And what was so funny is like Chu would just come in and just create a whole vibe. Like we just got blown <laughs> out 40 to zero. We in that we in the locker room vibing, like, and then we go back to my grandma's house and play basketball. Play basketball, eat. Drink soda, do all, man. That was good times, man. It was good times, oh, man. man. But uh, I, I just vividly remember, like, how much better you were at freestyling than everybody else. Now, like, you know, PA, kind of where we're from, we're, like, in that weird mix between, like, Philly and Baltimore. And, you know, battle rap was kind of yep, fading, yep. but it was still a big yep. thing. But, like, you came and it was like, yo, he can really freestyle. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, that's when I started. Like, um, around that time, I started noticing I could, mm-hmm. like, uh, just because, like, I came from, you know, the south. So it's like not really you don't, you don't. Have, all you gotta do is flow on the beat. So I kind of had that at first. Then when I moved up here, everybody was like, I got introduced to battle rap. So mm-hmm. I was just like, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. so this is where. You you kind of show your intelligence in a way of just like, you know, similes and metaphors. And so I kind of figured it out, you know, but around that time, like freestyling in the locker room and stuff like that. Yeah, man, I was just, you know, I had figured it out. I was like, yeah, I could go a little bit, man. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but not see, not many people knew I, I rapped until the Fresh Money thing started happening. Yep. Yeah, you know, so I, I I kept it low key for a while. Like only a few people would actually like know. That shower, that shower, uh, wall had a really vivid 
bass. I remember that thing. Yeah, yeah. You, hey, you got to say pause when you say that. You know, you, you know, people out here be, you know, pause though. But right, right, right. Nah, we 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 was, we was getting, you know, some raps was crazy in there. And you was doing the beats, bro. You right, know, right. You. Yeah. That's crazy, nah. That's crazy. Oh yeah, man, good time, I, man. I I still remember like I like I bump regular guy every once in a while still like that's yeah, hard. That was a crazy like I don't even like I'm not a big fan of like listening to my old stuff because I always like you know pick at it so I don't really listen to it. But when I think about like when it was made, it was made so quick that it's like it didn't really I didn't think it was going to have the impact that it did for this town. Like, I didn't yeah. think it would become something where, you know, a big artist that was coming up at the time, which was Matt, that he heard it and, like, did a verse to it and all kind of things. So, mm. man, that's that song right there really, oh, out to me, because you at the time, like, it wasn't really many videos coming out of Chambersburg at the time. And for yeah, us right. to do a yeah. music video and it to get like 40k in like maybe a month, dude, that was like wild. People people was like, Y'all can do that, man. Like, I guess we yeah. can, bro. This is crazy. <laughs> you know? But yeah, regular guy, man. That's a that's a that's a staple. Yeah, that's, for sure. That's so good because like you're right, not a lot of things come out of that town and what's crazy to me when i think about that is like being in a small town it's like they either love you or they hate you and yeah. they don't like change and yeah. you got so much love it was like when i think about that yeah. i'm like wow like it was all love from rip but i think that just goes to te the testament of like the type of person you you are mm. in the in the and the feeling you left on people just naturally. And then they were like, yeah. oh, his music is actually good, too. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's um, I think before the music, I kind of like um, I had like a I don't know what you want to say, like a a moment with myself before I like moved to PA because, you know, you either going to be a street guy or you could be yourself. And I kind of had that like that moment where I was like, nah, I'ma just be, I'ma just be myself, man. I ain't gonna, that's why I really embrace like the skateboarding, the just, you know, wearing what you want to wear, doing everything because, you know, everybody has that moment where they have to make that decision. And I did, and I just like focused on like, all right, I'ma try to be the best person. I ain't saying I'm perfect, but mm -hmm. I'ma I'm just try to be kind and, you know, a stand-up dude, like, not be, you know, not be a fuckhead. I can cuss on here. I don't want to, you know. Yeah, but, authentic, yeah, bro. Yeah, okay, yeah. I want to be, like, you know, a douchebag. So, yeah, you know, some, I have my moments, though, where people, you know, get on my nerves. <laughs> but I try not to let that come out. I don't want – that's that – if we have a personal issue that's between us, we don't need to be, like, everything is put on the internet nowadays. But – you know, I try. I try my best just to be a good person all mm -hmm. around. Yeah. And I, I, I actually remember you like. I remember because I I would say the beginning of football was hard for for you essentially. Like, and I think it goes back to your this time in in Chambersburg because, like mm -hmm. I said, it's hard. It's hard, and especially because it's a very white town, and you come from Florida, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I sure. remember you were getting like little arguments, little bickers with people mm -hmm. and then eventually it just switched and you started to like it's almost like you were getting self-control yeah like, for sure i could see you processed it like all right i'm not it's not worth it like i'm not gonna get yeah. mad about this like i could knock for, you out yeah <laughs> i'm not going to for sure. for sure it was just to me it was just like a culture change thing you know it's just like you know in florida it's like on go what you yeah. trying to do you know what i'm saying but up here like you say, it, it's a predominantly white town. Well, it was back then. It, it's grew to have some culture nowadays. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to control that. I didn't want to be the, the person that, like, they look at as the spaz out. Like, nah, that, mm -hmm. that's not how you yeah. get – that's not how you keep 
good relationships and that's how you ruin business and burn bridges. So yep, yeah. I, I try to try to focus on that a little bit more. For sure. So mm-hmm. you mentioned a little bit about your relationship uh to Mac Miller. Can you talk to us more about um what your uh relationship was there? Uh well basically it was just like uh a musical relationship, like a musical understanding, and then it grew to a friendship. Um but ultimately I was really just, you know, a person that he believed in, honestly, mm-hmm. with 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 my music and my talent, and like he, you know, he did a lot for me. He signed me, you know, um, and yeah, man, he he helped change my life, you know, as far as like where I wanted to, how I needed to get attention to my music. That's all I really want. I don't really want attention for anything else, but my music. Mm-hmm. So he really helped that come to light with like you know bringing me on tours and doing songs with me and producing beats for me he just you know tried to try to try to help you know that's yeah. that's really what our relationship was you know he would he would when i post a song on instagram which i miss i miss talking to him he would dm me like about the song like yeah duh, 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 duh. i like this one i like this one you know he, oh, just, wow, he was just there. Yeah, man, for sure. Not, wow. And it's not just for me. He did this for countless people. If you go on the internet and read, you could see that it's mad artists. If I could count, it's probably like 20 artists that he's done the same thing for. It's not as far as like signing them to his label. I think I think he chose me to sign to his label because of the, the of course he believed in me, but the PA relationship as well. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he's a prominent icon from Pittsburgh. That's, you know, that's not too far. So he was just trying to, I guess, gather soldiers, you know, and in, in yeah. a sense of trying to build his own little army or company, whatever you want to call. And I was just part of it. I was just one of the, one of the, one of the people that was rocking out with him, man. That's mm-hmm. my guy. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. What was your, um, like fondest memory you guys had shared together? Man, just like waking up in his mansion, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, like we were, I, all right, I'm going to just break down like a time little lapse. So fly me out to LA. I re- we record all night. And then I just, I pass. I probably go upstairs. You know, I was smoking weed back then, heavy, so I probably just go pass out on his couch. Mm. And like, you know, you ever had the moments where you like wake up? You like, where the fuck am I at? Like, <laughs> I literally like woke up to like maids cleaning up. Like, wow. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I wake up. I like get myself together, and I get up, and it's this tall dude in the kitchen with this weird voice. I'm like, what the fuck is that? So I go to the kitchen and it's fucking Tyler, the creator. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, dang. I'm like, what the f- This is random as shit. So everybody, <laughs> go, everybody goes to the studio and it's like the whole, half of the whole Our Future is like down there. Like we just all chilling in the studio, like just listening to his album. And it's just like, man, I was like, I don't have too many I made it moments, but I was like, rapping did this, bro. How the fuck did I get here? Like, wow. <laughs> yeah. You know, this oh, prominent uh, future time too, like L- Lord of Squad, like this Lord of Squad era. So like they're they're up, you know. But I was just like crazy, like, man, from Chambersburg, PA, dog. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yep. That that's one of the that's one of the memories like I haven't told many people about that, but yeah, that's that's one of that's one of them. Mm. That would like yeah. that would shock me, like right? Cause cause like obviously you came out for a reason. You came out to record, you record all night, you know, you're probably thinking like I'm gonna wake up and then whatever. But then it like you wake up and you're like on the other side of the country and then 
it hits you. You're like, I'm in a mansion, and that's Tyler the Creator. Like, what right. is <laughs> right? Yeah, bro. Literally, that literally <laughs> like it was like a fog. I was in a fog that whole day. I was like, bro, what the? We literally, literally, the moment I get in LA, before even I seen all that, my manager at the time, he 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 takes me out. He's like, let's go get some Roscoe's. You know, I never had that before. I'm like, yeah, yeah let me try. We he he parked the car. He's like, if anybody, you know, comes drive the car. It's a Benz, mind you. Never been in, never been in a Benz like this. I'm like, yo, yeah. what the fuck? So <laughs> we he comes back. We go out to leave, and while we leaving, I see Cat Williams just standing in front of the Roscoe's <laughs> and chicken and waffle with like green hair. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is happening? Wow. Like, yeah, that that was a time, man. That was a whole like moment bro like crazy like did you leave like did, did you leave from chambersburg to get to la that day yeah i well i had to i had to go leave chambersburg get on the bwi so yeah, i drove yeah. to baltimore yep but that's so to me that experience is so wild because um like a small town with cows like you you drive yeah. and you smell cow manure as right. soon as you get the chairs yeah yeah and then like eight hours later you're in la that's cat williams like yeah. what yep. yep and then that's you see tyler the creator yep that's literally Crazy. how it is bro that's how it was dude it just i was my head was spinning like spinning dude couldn't believe it man that's so, so that's so awesome i out of all the people that you met, who's been like the dopest person that you like got to meet? Hmm. The dopest person, definitely Wiz, I think, so far. Yeah, definitely Wiz, just because um he had a big chunk of my like time period, like in my memory of like getting in trying to get into the 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 PA music scene, trying to like figure it out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, me being in close relationships with all the producers that he worked with as well. So like just hanging out with him for like the night I hung out with him was just like, man, crazy. He probably don't even remember, but you know, man, that was, that was, that was, that was big for me at the, at that time. I was like, man, I'm just chilling with Wiz Khalifa. Like what the what is happening, dude? And that was right. in Pittsburgh, you know? That was in Pittsburgh. So, but, yeah, that, that I'll say him, and I, I, I met Schoolboy Q as well. He he was just funny. I met him in, in Texas. Mm. So, them two, because I really listened to them. So, I'll say them two for sure. Dang, that's, that's what's up. You've been, you've yeah. been all around traveling where is your favorite place to perform and what made that place what makes that place special i'll have to say it's two spots man that like no show has beat toronto man that was the craziest like craziest show i ever had and and i'll say orlando because i crowd surfed in orlando Wow. <laughs> yeah. So like and they was they was taking me out there, man. And I ain't no small dude, you know? <laughs> and so they was just taking me out there. I had to tell them to like, yo, bring me back, please. I'm scared. <laughs> scared, dog. I ain't trying to move. But yeah, those two oh, places man. were amazing, man. Nothing has topped them yet as far as my like performances. Nothing. Mm. We we Tony and I have uh, follow this one rapper. His name is Andy Minio. He uh he crowd surfs, but he crowd surfs on um like a blow up turtle. So it's like, really? oh yeah, yeah, he, right. he, yeah. He, put the, he throws a turtle out there and then he jumps on the turtle and then crowd surfs on the turtle. Because when I think about crowd surfing, I'm like, people are going to touch me in like weird places. Does that happen? Oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> they have no choice. You like. That's why it's better to like. I jumped in belly, belly first. So I was getting, oh, no. yeah, oh, no. like it was, it was. I I don't think I felt anything too crazy, but like, yeah, there's no choice really. 
you know, they gotta, they gotta grab, they gotta push you, you know. But that's what I don't really do. I, I don't really do. And I asked for confirmation before I did it. Like I stopped the song. I was like, should I crowd surf right now? And they was like, yeah. So I was like, all right, y'all motherfuckers better like, y'all better hold me. Up. Yeah, right, like, right. Because if I go take a dive and y'all just be like, oh, and it's over with, nah, Mm-mm. ain't going out like that. <laughs> yeah. Um so so talk to us about when was the time that you realized that you could make it uh with music? Um it's it's a real hard thing, man, because like as one, I'm an independent artist, so like it's never a time where I'm like, man. I can, I can do this, but it's glimmers. Mm-hmm. So I'll say like, just recently seeing one of my songs get like almost five million plays, bro. I'm like, what? Like, what is that, dude? Like, one little idea I had got almost five million plays. Wow! And to think that I almost didn't even put the song out, you know? So wow. it. it, it it's a couple of things where, you know, if I was sign a big deal, then I'll be like, yeah, I made it. But I'm an independent artist. So it's it's always just little things that, you know, I'm almost like, you know, I'll be on the brink sometimes. You know, everybody goes through uh, the, I doubt myself, you know, just like any other human, you know, but it, it's always that one DM from a, a supporter or, uh, opportunity a pop up where it's like, damn, all right, keep going. You know, that's what I look for more than like, man, you know. But I do remember this one time. This girl was like, this was early on. This girl, and I don't want to. If she ever hears this, I don't want no disrespect. I'm just you. You a part of the story, shorty. Uh, she was like, you know, nobody ever will make it from Chambersburg. Nobody, especially rappers. I'm like, oh, really? Hmm, that's that's interesting. Couple years after that, she like messaged me and was like, I'm sorry, I ever, <laughs> I ever said that to you. Da, 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 da. Like, yeah, man, you can't be, you can't do that. You can't yeah. like, it's possible anywhere. Like, yeah, we have right. the internet. You know, it's possible. It it takes one song, really, literally. Mm-hmm. So that's what I say about that. Just you know. To anybody out there, don't look for the, you know, never look for the outcome. Just appreciate the journey right now, what you're doing. Appreciate the moment of making the song or, or you know, getting ready to do the show or, you know, that's what I learned about that. What, um, what's funny about like that, what that girl's saying is that like, that's just the, chambersburg small town mentality it's like for sure you'll never do this you'll never do that and yeah for sure for sure i don't i don't hold it against her it kind of it drove me right exactly right i I ain't hold it against her but you know and hearing your story it's like that's why i'm like wow like hearing like this that little story of you you going to la it's like man people don't know like what it's like being in that small town. Cause you, somebody called it like a vortex, right? It's like, you get a lot of people who go away and then come back, but then mm-hmm. like, get stuck. But it, it's yeah. like, I've never heard somebody describe it the way you have, where you, 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 you're still doing your thing, being successful, but you kind of go back to like hyper focus and like mm-hmm. create and finish things. Yeah. And you kind of go do your thing, which is a, um, an interesting way to describe Chambersburg, but I, right when you said it, I 100% understand, and I love that. Like, you're changing the narrative, yeah. I mean, town. I feel like I don't, I, I don't like the like negative connotation of like you gotta like dip from this town, like, you don't have to, like. If you, like, y'all don't want nobody to put on for the town, like, y'all don't want to be able to, like, walk into Rudders and see a person like me in Rudders, because you will, (laughs) if you, like, you feel me? Like, 
every other artist, like once they get big, they still living, you know. I bet you can go and see uh Wu Tang in some part of New York. You'll see somebody, one of the Wu Tang members, like just chilling and and they'll get appreciation and people will look at them like a, a, a staple, like, yeah, man, you are from here, bro. Like, we gotta make sure you're safe. We gotta take care of you because you're the one that's speaking for us right now. So mm. That's you good, good, you straight, That's you need good. anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's that's how I see it. I, I never really like that negative like way of how people see, oh, I gotta get out of Chambersburg. Yeah, you do, but you I have family here and I love my family. So I'm gonna come back if it's for a year, five years, or two months. I'm gonna come back and just mm. hang out with my friends. Cause not everybody gets the opportunity to like make music and rap. So mm you got to be able to come back and share experiences sometimes, you know, or just, you know, be a friend and hang out, mm. drink a beer or something, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so good. That's, that and like I said, that's a great perspective of it. Cause I, I love going home and hanging out with, with Tony and my friends. Cause I have true friendships there and right. family there, you, you know? So I love that perspective. Right, um, yeah. I did want to kind of jump into your mind here. Can you walk us through like your creative process to get to true, like releasing a song? Cause I know I'm sure you probably have hundreds of songs that are just chilling that you haven't released, but can you just kind of talk us through like a, your creative process? Um, It's really like random. I ain't gonna lie. Like, cause I'm, I'm like, I'm an indecisive person and I like the, the um i'm a in the moment type person too so i could have made a song two years ago and i hear it one random day I'm like oh i'm gonna drop this this wow. is good still if it's still good but i also can be like i made a song 10 minutes ago and i'm gonna drop this tomorrow when i wake up so you know i i just let the song kind of tell me what to do like each little mm. piece of art i make i kind of let it you know all right this is for the album we're gonna wait they gotta hear the whole album first with this song you know that type of i'm that type of person with it i don't really i learned that I, a wise man said when you make a when you make plans god laughs man so mm. i try to just like let let the energy tell me what to do it's in the same with making a song. I kind of just let the beat tell me what to do. I don't really, I'm too impatient to write songs down. So I just turn the beat on and what the first thing that comes to my mind, that's what I'm going to say. That's so awesome. And, yeah, and I like that. What's, what's great about that is like, I've seen you like from like when you were starting, right? Yeah. I've seen you just let the beat like. You just word vomit off the beat, which yeah, is, like, sure. is really really cool because um not a lot of not a lot of artists do that, but I do know there are some that do, and it's cool to hear mm-hmm. that that's your creative yeah, process, man. and I like that. It's like you know I wrote something two years ago and I heard it and it just hit me a certain way. We're dropping that tomorrow. <laughs> like, yeah, for right. sure. That's that's how I feel like. I feel like that's the best way. Yeah. Um, because forcing it is just like man, it makes me like. Then it's like a job, you know. Like I don't, I don't have scheduled releases. Like I gotta put this out this day. I gotta put this out. Then I gotta promote it. Then I got nah, man. It's like, uh, you know, I get, you know, I use my intuition a lot. So it's like, mm-hmm. all right, mm-hmm. that's what about that song you made a couple weeks ago? Go listen to it. Like, huh? This might help somebody. Mm-hmm. Upload. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my main driving of of traction too. Is like, all right. What am I saying? Is this for the party or is this to help somebody? Or is this like, you know, I try to focus on more sh- stuff that can like actually heal somebody, you know? So, mm. but yes. I do have my uh, ignorant moment songs. I like to call them where I just want to be, I just don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> sometimes you gotta, you know, you gotta talk your shit sometimes. Let them, yeah. let people know that, you know, cause that's, that's what I think. I have a, a little issue with too, like a tug of war is like, as far as like, man, am I like, am I talking, am I talking shit just to talk shit or am I giving people something? But you don't know what a person needs. 
in a mm-hmm. certain day. They might need you to talk shit. They, you, because being an artist, you are uh, you you speaking for a lot of people that can't speak for themselves. Mm. So yeah, that's good. I, I I do battle with that though. It's like, do I want to be? Do I want to give people my soul? All of it is giving my soul, but do I want to you know give them that hearty that hearty meal that can help? Or do I just want to fuck some shit up? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I I totally get it. And it, it's like your words have power. And yeah. under yeah. like hearing you say that you recognize that is is refreshing because I do feel like music has t- taken a shift, and oh, artists sure. are now recognizing that. Oh snap! Like when I say this, they my fans my listeners will actually go do that or yeah man might, or right. might heal them or prevent them from doing something so mm-hmm. that's that's so cool to hear like your your realization in that yeah yeah um, man i'm very i'm very conscious of that uh not to cut you off uh, no, I'm, I'm very i'm very conscious of that like that's why i'm very like if you ever really pay attention there's no like violence in my music like none I don't promote violence. Like I might say, yeah, you know, everybody fights. Everybody gets in a fight. Not that I promote fighting, but you know, I'm a human. I'm a man, so I don't, you know, I'm not gonna let anyone disrespect me as well. But I'm not about mm. to go make a hundred shoot a shoot 'em up, bang bang songs. That's not me, nah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, what would good. give you the sense of like you have arrived in terms of the success of your your career? It's a few things. It's a few things. And it's really just like um, making songs with my favorite people, you know? Um, like if I get if I get the Pharrell, if I get the Pharrell song or beat, yeah, I might I might hang it up. I might hang up the jacket. It's over. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> I'm going to put that last song out and it's over. You know, like, but you know, there's like that, like him, Wayne, any of those people I get a song with. Yeah, it's like I'm a, I might change. I ain't gonna lie, <laughs> I might get a little <laughs> cocky out here. I might stop being so, you know, uh, you know. But yeah, you and Wayne would go wild because I that was like, oh my god, our high school football career was Wayne. Like, yeah, yeah for sure, bro. Carter three, like. Oh, yeah, bro, man. mix mixtape wing like Carter three, like yeah, that that was our time, and it's like I don't want to be one of them, like you know how older people they get stuck in their time period, like yeah, I listen to everything new, but sometimes I just go back and listen to all right. that, bro. I'm like, right. man, this is this man was phenomenal, man. Like yeah. in that time, not yeah. to say he's not as good now, but like them times, maybe it's just because. We attached to the time period as well, yeah. but he was he 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 created me. I'll say that in that aspect, like mm. I I was inspired by that time period. So like, man, I try my best to compete with that when I jump on the beat. Mm, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember uh, bumping a Millie off of Carter Three. Yeah, Man. makes you want to run through a wall like that whole right. album. It, does. it was right. like I'm about to run through a wall. It doesn't matter who yeah. that was on the football field. <laughs> yeah, that that man, whew. that man created some golden with that with that million. Yes. Man, yes, crazy. Yep. Um, talk to us about what what's the biggest challenge that you faced? Oh, the biggest challenge I faced. Um, I think I still, I think I face new challenges like all the time. Like just to, for instance, it's like, um, as much as Conroy explained like that, I like shine my, my personality. It's, it's really hard for me to get me to do that on the internet. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's it's a real hard thing because mm-hmm. like um it's not a it's not a, it's not a person in front of you. 
yeah, it's like I don't wanna and I don't wanna make a fool of myself, like just trying to garner attention. Like that's not really my speed. Um so that's that's real hard for me. And I and I love Instagram and TikTok, but it's just a hard thing for me that I, I noticed that that's a battle internally that I fight all the time. It's like with doing music, you know, they want you to promote your song 500 times. And I'm not really good at that. I'm just like, I just want to, the people who find it, hey, you found it. But I'm not about to like be, be doing flips and rapping my song just to get people to listen to it. But I'm trying to get better, man. I'm trying to get better. Man. I think I think I paid. I think I paid too much attention to, and I love like the people that are like not really on that. Like they have a mysterious vibe about them, and I I I, I feel like I'm kind of half and half. Like I give you something, but you know I love the MF Dooms and the the most deaths. Like they really don't. You know, they're not about to be going crazy on Instagram. That's just yeah. real. <laughs> so I, I kind of like want to go in that route. So, but that's always been kind of my personality towards the internet, too. It's like, don't say too much and don't give too little, if that makes sense. You know, just, mm-hmm. just the right amount to help it be seen and go where it needs to go, get to the people it needs to get to. Yeah. Yeah, that's real good. Um, talk to us about what it means to be authentically you. What's the, what it means to be authentically me is just like, you know, don't be a don't be afraid to like, you know, put your flaws on display. Mm-hmm. And I you I use that a lot about um my music because like as you know I have a huge gap in my teeth <laughs> so I had to like confront that first before I did anything like I had to like be one with that it's like all right that's gonna be the butt of any joke of any person I get into a conflict with you know what I'm saying so I just took that and I made it a part of my whole personality like yeah that's how you know me people tell me like bro if you if you ever get your gap fixed i'm not fucking with you no more I'm like, wow, bro. bro matt told me that bro Dang. Like, i'm not fucking with you no more dog you know the girls tell me that i'll be like all right whatever man but i do want some diamond teeth like wayne i can't lie i can't lie to you you know but you know i just you know when I when I hear the word authentic, it's just like, man, don't be afraid to like mm. just show that shit, man. Yeah. Like even the most times where I felt the craziest, the saddest, and I just happen to like make a song about it and I'm putting my own business out there and I'm saying shit about myself and how I'm feeling, them songs always work the best because people need they want to relate to something that is authentic and people yeah. feel the same way. Like everybody has these same feelings, but people are too cool to say them. I'm not like right. I can I can say that I feel like shit and I spun all my money and you know I'm worried about my family's health or my mom's health or my health or my friend passed or you know I'm I'm gonna get it out of my mm-hmm. system so when you see me out you you have nothing you you can either honor it and be like yeah man you you are real it's on your face you wear your emotions on your face your feelings on your face or you can be like too scared to be like man this man saying everything which i i appreciate both you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah so that's that's what i say about being authentic being real just don't be scared to be honest all about what you're going through that shit will help you it's gonna work it's gonna like people gonna connect to it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. everybody wants to be authentic but no one wants to be the first one to do it oh that's a fact that's Mm -hmm. a fact Mm -hmm. and you got i mean 
you know, it's only one you under the sun, man. So got to do it. You got to just, you know, it, it's not a time period or a race when you should. But um, if you if you in a creative field, I think you should. I think you just should put it all on the line mm. every time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so good. We wanted yeah. to transition to our next segment, which is called Rapid Fire. Okay, okay. All this is, we're going to ask you three questions. It's going to be the first thing that comes to mind. Don't pass go. You don't have to hit a beat to to freestyle. Like, this is the first thing (laughs) that comes to your mind. All right? Okay. All right. Let's get it. All right. When was the last time you didn't feel enough? Mm, Probably, like, a week ago. Mm. I like that. Why? Uh, goes back to the internet. You know, you get on mm-hmm. it and you just, you know, you see every everybody's thing. Everybody's like doing all kinds of things, and you feel like you're not doing enough. But mm-hmm. that changed when I saw yeah. my like my Spotify thing. I was like, damn, people be listening to me, dog. That's crazy. Then I felt good again. Yeah. <laughs> what are your Top five rappers. It doesn't have to be in any particular order. All right, all right. Wayne, uh, Cuddy, Pharrell. I'm. I know it's keep going through it right now, but I gotta throw him in there. Kanye, gotta do. I'm sorry. You you have to. You have to. I'm sorry, (laughs) y'all. Don't come. And then, and then I will either have to put for five. Five, five. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Lupe in there. I'm gonna put Lupe. Wow. In there. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna yes. Put Lupe in there. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. good. I like you, that top five. Yeah, yeah. That's a good top five. Because let me tell you why I like the, that top five. A lot of people put Jay in there, which I think he he's a godfather. I think it's he's like in a different category because he kind of set. Like, right. What? But see, Wayne is my Jay Z. Uh yeah, it's like the that's like the LeBron and, and Mike combo, right? Yeah, it's it's generational, you know. Yeah, I like that. I like your five. Yeah, thank you, man. All right, if you could work with anyone, who would it be? Anyone? Well, I said a few names earlier, but I'm gonna say a different name for this one. Um, I think it would be randomly. It would probably be. Jimi Hendrix, probably. Whoa, okay. Yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah. If I could, like, work with anybody, like, that was, you know, any, I could pick anybody. Of course, I'll pick the rappers I said in my top five. But I'm going by if I already had a song with them. So, yeah, I would I would go back to the past, man, and I would get that man in the studio I will wild. get Jimi Hendrix in the That'd studio, man. Crazy. And we'll make some crazy psycho psychedelic emotional music, <laughs> man. Yeah. And what's crazy, I can see it. Like I I I when you said that, I'm like, that meant I yeah. Yeah, I man. I like that. That that'll be fire. Man, this yeah. has been an awesome interview. Thank you so much for hopping on. Um, what do you have going next? Where can people find you? Man, you can find me on Instagram at uh, Chew Young Lenny. Find me on Twitter at Gat to Chew, uh, TikTok Gat to Chew, and um, what I got going on, man. I'm working on Broken, Heart, Broken Hearts Make Money Two, my album. Then I got a side project coming out with my friend and producer, uh, Grammy nominated producer, uh, Nice Rec. I have a project with him, and I got another project with Chambersburg. Uh, alumni as well, Bradley. I don't know if you know Brad. You know Brad Gillespie. Uh, did he have you no. have long hair? I don't. I don't know if he had long hair, but he used to do all my videos and stuff like that, and okay. make beats for me. He still does. So I'm. I'm gonna do a project with him too. I just got. I'm just random, bro. It's it just gonna. It'll pop out there. You'll see it. <laughs> we all heard it here first. You know where to find them. We'll list it all in our description. True again. Thank you so much for hopping yeah, on. Yeah, thank you, bro. This no, thank y'all, amazing. man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it for sure, man. Thank you. Yeah. 
Well, hey, well, next time, uh, until next time, we'll be talking everybody. Once you come on once, you're welcome to come on again. Um, you're part of our metaverse. So we're yeah, always welcome sure. back on Authentically Us, the podcast. Yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Hey, until next time, be authentic in everything that you do. Peace. 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 This is a good one, man. Real this good. Is, this is another good one. Like I said, we don't miss. Um, no. I really like hearing his his story, right? His story about and his perspective on Chambersburg and how like he finds peace there and he finds like his creativity. And I love that he said that like, you know, when you go home and you stay in your hometown, it's a place where um you get love right and right. you get a lot of people who like go away from their hometown and he stayed and which is which is super dope to me yeah and i mean just hearing that perspective gave me a whole new outlook of like what chambersburg is what this area is and you know he said like it's not a place to just get out of but like you know you can tell he appreciates where he's from. Mm -hmm. And I really like that. Yeah. Well, guys, you know what time it is. It is the time of all times. It is time for our friendship quiz. And today, Tony, I have a question for you. And in this question, I don't, I don't, I don't know how I feel about this. I don't know if you're going to get it right. I don't know if you're going to get it wrong. You should get it right. It's fine. I already got the quiz right that trumps all quizzes. So, well, we'll see if you get this one. All right, all right Tony. What is my favorite NFL team? Are you serious? Pittsburgh Steelers. Ding, 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 ding. You got it right. Sometimes I got to give you softballs, you know? You really thought I wasn't getting that? If you didn't, we wouldn't be friends. Facts. <laughs> the reason why I asked that question, guys, is if from our small hometown, we're in like a radius between uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, you can even maybe lump Cleveland if you want. Um, Philadelphia, Washington, Baltimore. It's like... We're all in that little pocket. So we got a lot of fans from everywhere. So you got it right, Tony. Proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, guys, hey, thanks for tuning in. Keep watching. Keep listening. Um, guys, we're at like 27 episodes. So thanks for listening. Thanks for rocking with us. And we got a lot of more. We got a lot more. Um, on the way so stay with us stay tuned in stay locked in until next time be authentic in everything that you do peace peace <laughs>